Welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast, the place to learn field-tested, no BS tactics to growth hack your online business, and finally, live life on your own terms. Now, your host, Gael and Mark. Hey guys, and welcome to the Authority Hacker Podcast. My name is Mark, and today I'm back here again with Gail. How's it going? Hey, doing okay. Just uh, just in transition period between two major activities right now, but it's good. Are you going to share what those activities are, or is that a top secret? I'm starting a new blueprint for Authority Hacker Pro next week, actually. So that right. is... So I was doing a, we'll talk about this in the party as well. I was doing a lot of planning for new sites and current sites. And now I am actually starting a new blueprint for Autodia Hacker Pro. So that's what's coming. Awesome. So, I mean, today's podcast is, is a quarterly update. Uh, I know it's a little late. I think it was uh, October, the, the time we did the last one. But really, we're doing the, uh, the this podcast to kind of give you guys, our audience, an insight into our businesses, our sites what we're doing, why we're doing it, and kind of the thinking that goes on behind our strategy for this year. We're also going to do a bit of a review of the stuff we've done since the last update, some interesting things there. And for any fans of Authority Hacker, who I hope all of you guys are, then uh, we're going to give you guys a bit of an inside scoop on some exciting things we have planned for this year, including, as you just heard, some new blueprints. If you want to follow along to this show, any links, resources, or if you want to leave us a comment, and we read them all, we respond to them all, go to authorityhacker.com forward slash 61. That's just the number 61. And you can find more info there. Okay, so it was October since we did the last one. It's now 12th of February as we're recording this. So what have we been up to? As, as always, right on time for the podcast. We have a huge <laughs> backlog. It's not like we're releasing that podcast on the 13th of February. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so. we, we've adopted a just-in-time methodology. Apparently, it's more efficient. But <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so what was the question? What have we been up to since October? Like, what's been going on in our businesses? Mostly uh, the authority site system launch, I would say. I mean, October was like just after the authority hacker pro launch, right? It's yeah, just like we... Yeah. We just had done that. And we actually, first of all, we built the authority site system, right? So the authority site system, if you don't know it, is like our course, Authority Hacker Pro, is more for like growing existing websites. And people were getting into it that don't have an existing website. And so they were missing that piece on starting new authority sites. And essentially, that's what the authority site system is. And so we spent something like six weeks in the... Uh, like um, basically October and November, we spare in building that course. It's been like 75 videos and lessons, etc. Like there's quite a lot of stuff. And I think that was uh, the first course we've done, which was actually completed exactly on time, if not early, if I remember correctly. It was completed 10 days early, actually. Yeah. yeah, which is good. It was a challenge because we also had to start a brand new site, right? So in that time that we created a course, we actually built a brand new site as well with like, I think there's like 55 pages of content on it. So we had to like, you know, find writers and outsource. And Yeah, this was you know, for the case that. study for the product, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, the course is actually us building that site, right? So we, we had to do all of that plus build the course in, in six weeks. But and I were pretty happy when it was done. It was definitely challenging. And that's the biggest course we've done so far. Like usually our blueprints are like, you know, eight to 15 videos, I would say. Yeah. This was 75. Yeah, so, so quite a step up. Yeah, but that, I, I think uh, it, you've got to do that when you're targeting, you know, beginners, just to give them the background information and just really to explain yeah. everything. 
if you want to give enough nuance to things, you know, it's like I've seen a lot of courses where it's like, oh, just uh, here's how to install WordPress and Bluehost, etc. It's like, well, first of all, I could find out for free on YouTube. And second of all, like, you know, they're like, you know, what settings do I use? What are the exact plugins I should use? Like, how do I set up each plugin? How do I do my keyword research? How do I decide which niche as well, which is a long process? How do I outsource? How do I find writers? How much do I pay them? Like, if you answer all these questions, like, it, it, it becomes quite a long process. But it was, I, I'm happy it's done. Let's just say that. It was definitely challenging to to try to address as many as possible. But people that joined the September launch also got access basically as soon as we were done to the course and we had really positive feedback which is why we decided to make it available to everyone in in january which we have done yeah though one and thing i would say is a lot of people there were a few people who bought during the january launch who were already AH Pro members they didn't realize that they already yeah. had access i think that's our bad for not communicating it well enough we we put a big link on the home page and of of AH Pro and post in the facebook group but i don't think we emailed the members about that. no we didn't so if you didn't know if you're an ah pro member and you signed up before the end of september you probably have access to this already for free if you're interested yeah we, we refunded a bunch already like yeah. uh, like we're not gonna like take people's money when they already Twice, paid for yeah. it <laughs> so so we refunded it but essentially yeah so we did a launch in january but it was um, quite it was quite a lot of work especially because we we spent so much sort of time and energy on the ah pro launch in september then yeah, it was hard. Right? Immediately afterwards, <laughs> it was kind of like, oh, we got to get this product out and plan a lo- plan a, a launch yeah. for it. And then it was nonstop basically since August. I was basically between August and basically January. I've had like maybe six days of break, you know. Yeah, and we had this. I think it was my idea to launch it in like the second week of January to kind of yeah. cap- capitalize on the New Year's resolution market. I mean. I think it was a it was it was quite a nice angle. What we did was we did this warm up sequence, which was basically seven podcasts, one a day, in the first week of January, like a New Year starter series. And we've got to be honest, right? Like the the real classic way of doing that stuff is to do like you know these three video series stuff, etc. Yeah. But the truth is, we have none of the setup to do these videos at this point. Yeah. So we're like, well, we might as well use our podcast feed because people listen to us every week. So we might as well just use that to build our warm up content. And, and to be frank, like I'm not sure we get much worse results with that method than we would get with like super fancy videos. You know, until we've done it, it's hard to tell if it's better or not, but it's it's been proven quite effective, you know? But one thing for sure is we're not going to be doing any launches the first week of January in future because no. that kind of <laughs> killed the Christmas holidays quite a bit. So, yeah. My, my Christmas was building sales pages and sales videos, which... Uh, which was uh, interesting, especially when you haven't had, like when you just finished the product and you had a launch just before that. But anyway, we did it, right? It's like it's out. And, you know, the real challenging part is like this wasn't necessarily as big as like the H Pro stuff we do usually, et cetera, but we had to do everything from scratch, right? When we, we launched an existing product, you know, we already have existing sales pages, we already have emails, we already have all that stuff. So it's more of a matter of tweaking it and optimizing it, whereas this was brand new. And as a result, we had to build everything, including a new sales page, new sales videos, new thank you pages, new options in our membership area, all that stuff. And even though you know the launch wasn't as big, it was actually probably double the work from an H-Pro launch for this one. Now, the next ones will be much easier, though. I mean, the launch went really well. I was surprised it did as well as it did, actually. We didn't really have too, much, too big expectations on it, but that was awesome. But the plan is to then... It, so it's closed now. 
but the plan is to relaunch it in like a few months time we're not 100 percent sure i think it depends a lot on some of the tech and we'll get into that in a sec but yeah, yeah. the plan is to to relaunch it as a sort of evergreen product yeah. but with evergreen scarcity built in which is a tricky tech i, I mean you know more about this than uh, i do i mean we, we've we've figured that out like we have a fund on that sort of like that so if you bought the affiliate blueprint on atari hacker pro you know what i'm talking about and it's been a bit quirky lately so if you haven't bought lately there's actually been a few quirks to that but it's mostly because i haven't attended to it for a while and that's mostly because it's going to be replaced but we have pretty good technology on evergreen scarcity funnels it works pretty well. It makes it hard to game the system. Essentially, the, the principle is that people, when they opt into your email list, you can start a timer and make special offers. So I could say, like, hey, you just joined the authority hacker list or you just read this article or whatever action you take with us. And then it triggers that kind of, like, launch on autopilot for you. It creates a real timeline where you may have, like, an early bird discount or some bonus or whatever it is. Essentially, an incentive for people to buy. And, and that's actually the next blueprint in H Pro. That's the one I'm working on right now. It's actually showing people how we build these evergreen scarcity funnels. Uh, we have two live right now that work for our sites. And I've found it to be extremely effective in the sense that most evergreen funnels, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, check my product, check my product, check my product. But... There's no incentive to buy right now. If you had this kind of like evergreen scarcity thing where it really closes, like it's not like a cheesy marketer thing where you put a timer and the yeah. sales page is still there after, you know, you maintain your integrity while tapping into the power of scarcity, which is really a good way to build ongoing revenue as a business, which is, I'd say, one of our main challenges as authority hacker this year. Yeah. And I mean, uh, that was kind of, it filters into the strategy i guess we had for in, in terms of our products for authority hacker we had a, a the h pro which was the gear towards intermediate advanced people who already had sites and now the authority site system fills in that gap at the lower end mm -hmm. and there's various reasons for that didn't want to dilute the h pro community with newbies too much but also h pro now it's priced probably maybe too expensive for for some newbies yeah. to, to take so now that we have these products in place which really took up I guess most of our most of the year last year. Yeah, last year was like building products, right? Yeah. That was the main goal. I mean, like look at the amount of blueprints we released on H Pro and plus the authority site system, etc. I mean, our Vimeo account now, which is where our premium videos are hosted, right? There's something like 300 videos on it. So and and you know they're not all public, but I'd say over 200 are. Yeah. And uh, so so we've really been putting a lot of uh, of info content out there. And but now the focus is, I mean, we're we're, we're gonna be pushing H Pro even more, but we're also we feel like we've neglected the the blog and like free yeah. content on site quite a lot. So we've been uh, well. Pairing coming in helped already, you know, but it's it's definitely not perfect at this point. Yeah. Say. So towards the end of that last year, we started to uh, look for new writers, and we we actually hired a guy, Lewis, um, who's I think just published his first one last week. Yeah. The keyword finder. He started on January first, but we published his first post on February something. Like it was a training period, which he said was the hardest job he ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he's actually also doing other stuff like uploading the podcast. So if you're reading the show notes, so he's um, listening to that right now. Lewis uh, did this. So thanks very much, man. That's like really allowed us to put more of a focus on doing reviews, which is something that's yeah. been pro very profitable for us, but very time consuming. I wouldn't say like very profitable. Like in percentage of revenue, it's not very high. But I like them because. First of all, they are a real-world reflection of the world of people that actually, you know, build websites. Like, we have to use tools, you know? 
and we have to pick the right tools and technology is very important to do that. So, you know, I like, I like keeping everything very actionable and real world oriented rather than like big woo woo startup concepts, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so like tools are like a perfect way to get into that, provided that, you know, you add value and you actually are critical of the tools that you review when you review them, right? Rather than yeah. just saying not doing the Bluehost awesome. five star review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like provided that you really ask yourself the the questions that a website owner has. So, for example, we did Keyword Finder, right? And Keyword Finder is a really good tool. I really like it. However, the two two hundred keyword limit can be a problem. And like Lewis was like, I, like I was like, okay, like he first wrote a review and I literally deleted everything. <laughs> and I was like, no, you gotta get into the shoes of people. Like go and do keyword research for that for that site and then come back and write your review. So he did and he just ran out of keywords multiple times, et cetera. And he pointed out like several times in the, in the review that like it's a great tool, but like as long as you have data, Otherwise, like that can be complicated. Then you compare like what you get for each dollar. Like you know, what other keyword tools can I have for the same amount of money? You know, which one is the best value in which case, etc. So, for example, he compared with Longtail Pro, and you could argue Longtail Pro offers more keywords. But really, the reason why is because the slow, the smallest plan on Longtail Pro is equivalent to the middle plan on Keyword Finder. So actually, if you compare both, it's quite comparable. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like things to think about that most reviewers don't do. So I, I, I like doing this. Like they do make us money from affiliate. Are we getting rich out of them in the current state of Atari Hacker? Not really, but I, I like the real world vision. And I don't think many people do that in the online marketing world in terms of really asking themselves the question, does this do the job, like the, the actual, does this fill the need that I need from that tool? And how much time and money do I need to invest? Not just money, but time as well. Yeah, it's a that. difficult thing writing a, a good review. I think we took our inspiration from a lot of tech and gadget sites, which uh, do it very, very well. Yeah. But yeah, it's something my, we've we've been constantly improving over time for for other yeah. sites as well. My my hero for reviews is uh, MKBHD on the on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So that guy reviews like smartphones and stuff, but like he does some of the best reviews out there. Literally, like he's the king of the internet for reviews for me, even more than the wire cutter. I would say like it's just uh, his videos are like five to ten minutes, so they're very short. But like he packs a lot in it, and he's very very concise, and that's why he's one of the biggest YouTubers today, actually. Yeah. Even though he just reviews stuff and links to Amazon, literally. This year, for Authority Hacker, actually trying to uh, produce more content, like blog-type content, in, in a slightly different way. I mean, what, what have we learned last year from doing that? I mean, like, it's not like stuff we learn, it's more stuff we feel. So, like, my feel with the blog is, like, it's definitely generating good engagement, et cetera, and parent taking over, you know, it's not it's not like it all dropped off and nobody's reading it anymore, et cetera, which is good, but it's not exactly in the same spirit as Authority Hacker was when we just started, in the sense that we were more known for our practical value-packed short blog posts, you know, discussing very specific topics. Whereas now we're more we're more talking about broader topics, broader things, but they end up being quite renty and um, and long, you know, and yeah. like really too long. Like so, like some some of these posts are like <laughs> in nine thousand words and so on. It's it's like an ebook, and and actually like I had this long discussion with Perrin, and you know our goal now is to not only increase the frequency but actually decrease the length. Like I'm doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing in this industry which is like make it shorter and go back to like more, maybe sometimes mundane topic, right? So like we can't come up with a blog post that's going to quadruple your your blog growth every time we write. But, you know, asking questions like, you know, like in terms of like comments, how should you manage it on your site? Or like talking about how to write good headlines or like how to brand your site. Like questions you would ask yourself if you actually build websites in real life. 
I want to get back to more all like little tips and tricks in WordPress or that kind of stuff. I want to go back more to that kind of stuff, make it more regular, but also less time taking. So you don't need to take an hour off to read a blog post when you publish it. And, you know, like some videos, some mini downloadable stuff, etc. Focus on that. So that is parents challenge this year, actually. That's that's what he has to do. He's working quite hard on it. And I think the next blog post we publish will will be more in that vibe. And that also means that we can go for like lighter stuff. So we don't need to like have a, a philosophical debate every time you publish, you know. We can just have like a list of things that we like, etc. So last year we did, for example, the the 33 Chrome extensions that we use, etc. But also uh, more original insight. So like I told him, like I want you to write less, but I want you to get more into the real world. So last year, two posts that he did I really liked, which were the one looking at the keyword difficulty on different keyword tools. That post is very popular. And the other one was uh, testing different uh, content writing services and ordering the same article and seeing which one made more sense and was better. So we're going to focus also on that, on like real life insights slash like case studies slash, you know, trying things, etc. So really, everything we're doing, like with the reviews, with the shorter content, but more real life inside, etc. is focused on like packing more value in less words and maybe make it like easier to read, like a lighter read overall. So you don't have to, as I said, spark a philosophical debate every time you read a blog post that we write. That is essentially where we want the blog to go. And with that, the podcast and the reviews, it's quite possible we'll be publishing two or three times a week in a short time, actually. Yeah, and we are actually recruiting another writer to help us out with this at the moment. So if anyone out there fancies working with us, then uh, head on over to authorityhacker.com slash jobs. And you can find the links and descriptions and application forms there. Yeah. Another thing I would say also is um, we have something like we're, we're getting to 7,000 subscribers on YouTube right now. Like, interestingly enough, even though I've just used it as a hosting platform for free videos, <laughs> and no video is optimized at all. Like, most of them have no descriptions, barely any tags. Like, it's, it's very bad how it's optimized. But like, we still managed to get quite a lot of subscribers, etc. So, I not right now, but probably like end of the summer, I'm going to probably be looking at using that as a channel as well to grow because I, I actually I personally believe that YouTube has more opportunities than podcasts, mm-hmm. even though we're doing it. Mostly we did podcasts by convenience. It's very easy to call on Skype and record. But I actually believe that because YouTube is a real search engine, whereas, you know, for podcasts, there's no good search engine. There is a big opportunity there. And I'm more thinking of like, you know, the, the questions we're doing sometimes on the podcast. I'm moving them to the YouTube platform when we have our new office yep. and uh, and just answering quick questions like making two to five minutes videos on YouTube and uploading, you know, like two, three a week or something and growing that there basically. So that is one thing I'd love to explore with content this year. I can't guarantee it's going to be done. It depends on everything else. But that'd be great. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, totally off topic here, but the music radio show, A State of Trance, they just moved from being uh, an audio. It's one of the largest radio shows in the world. They moved from being audio to every week full video live stream on Facebook and YouTube. So I definitely think that they're... Certainly yeah. for, for me, I'm much more inclined now to watch it than I was because it's kind of like if there's a podcast every week, it's kind of like something going on, or I'll listen to it another day. But something about... See, even if it's the same content, something about seeing someone do it or like speak it, um, I think is is very powerful in terms of attracting repeat subs- uh, return subscribers to to keep. Uh, yeah, working. and just YouTube is such a more robust platform to find content and like you know, yeah. like podcasts, you release them, your subscribers listen to them, 
and then they kind of fall into the abyss of the internet, you know? Yeah. Whereas YouTube is a search engine. So people search for related keywords to your videos and find them and you get ongoing views. And so, you know, there are people that are very successful with podcasts. I mean, you look at like uh, Johnny Dumas, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are way more successful YouTubers than there are successful podcasters. Yeah. And I believe that is because the platform is just better built overall. All right, cool. So let's move on. I think one thing we, we should probably address is uh, AH Pro content this year. I know a few people, especially the, those who were still paying like the monthly fee from, even though it's not very much, from like way back in the day. As we were building the authority site system, I think it's been something like six months since we, re- we released a blueprint. So they're like, like oh, that. oh, you know, where's where's the content? Even though you got the authority site system for free. But still, you know, we recognize that's a it's a valid concern, and it's something we're we're gonna be addressing this year. Next week, I'm starting I'm starting the new blueprint next week. So I literally tomorrow I'm starting to write it. I expect it to be out sometime in March, but uh, that the the first blueprint of the year is coming out. It's a big one, actually. It's like it's an evergreen funnel, so I need to talk about like sales pages, about checkout systems, about evergreen scarcity stuff. Like people that like my my more advanced technical stuff that they've been missing with the newbie stuff, they'll be right at home there. I, I hope I'll lose a few of them, actually. Yeah, uh, we we actually did a poll in the Authority Hacker Pro Facebook group to ask, you know, what do you want blueprints on for this year? So I kind of what were the the top ones like? What were uh, resource paging building, mm-hmm. evergreen funnels, I think building sales pages or something. And I can't remember the rest, but like essentially like uh, mostly advanced stuff, basically stage and three two and three authority sites. So, I mean, in addition to that, we're also going to be introducing a new section, which is more individual lessons. So think like one or two videos about a topic rather than a 15 video blueprint. For a couple of reasons. One, it allows us to output more frequent content and not every piece of content or activity solution that we want to share with you guys fits into a blueprint size. So we kind of want to differentiate it uh, a bit and have a setup where, you know, we can come up with an idea, oh, it'd be good to do a video about this and then just output, like do it there and then and upload it, you know, the next day or something. And that way we can do things like keep more updated time-sensitive things and, and, and whatnot, but also allow us to... There's been some amazing content, which are some of our subscribers, some of our members have Yeah, uh, we have some smart created. people in there. And honestly, like if you search through the, uh, the Facebook group, there's some brilliant videos, like lessons on various things. And we want to also include some of those in there. So it'll give you guys a chance to learn from even more people on some pretty exciting things. So... Yeah. Yeah, that's what's coming. I mean, there's going to be like, hopefully, once we have that set up, we're going to have more more regular content. But the thing is, one thing I want to mention as well is we have to change hosting. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're kind of in the process of like merging our membership area with our main site, etc. And it's been proven a little bit more complicated than expected. So it was supposed to be done like two or three weeks ago. It's still like basically 20% in maybe. So it's going to be probably a while still. But basically when that's done, that's when we're going to start that. Which uh, that's the perks of outgrowing your hosting. It's to when you have to do these changes, it is a bit of a pain. I I do hope to do some rebranding for Authority Hacker as well right now. Because like, you know, when we release Authority Hacker, 
it was kind of like edgy and stuff, like focus blog and stuff. And now everyone has it. Yeah. Everyone's like authority hacker, including a lot of people like picked our idea of like using character and stuff. Some, you know, better executed than others. But anyway, like it's definitely not edgy anymore. I think the, the, the site definitely like it's like people are, are amazed that we can still run on such a basic setup and do quite well but it's going to be time this year to to evolve that and you know on that end we're actually waiting for thrive to release their new stuff because they're releasing new themes and new um a new content builder really soon the next release is a new, a new content builder wink wink paul so we're waiting for that and then we're basically going to rebrand and make things a little bit nicer slash optimized as well because the site hasn't been the fastest either. Yeah, and if you've been having that, I think it's like server timed out error or something. <laughs> I think that's due to us running out of RAM. So you just have to mash F5 a couple of times. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to come it, back if, with the new hosting. It fixes it, but yeah, I mean, that's one of, it's a big priority for us. So. I think we should talk about House Ambition as well. I think a lot of people want to know what we do with House Ambition. Because yeah. like you know, a lot of people will say, ah, but now you guys have authority hacker, it's successful, um, so you're not really running authority sites, etc. Blah blah blah. And you know, for a while we did have to kind of like focus on authority hacker to grow it, but that doesn't mean we abandoned uh, house ambition. I would say last year was actually the most profitable year on house ambition, so it's it's always good. Yeah. And and we're actually planning on publishing a thousand pieces of content in 2017 on that site. So there's definitely some reinvestment going on. It's like a mix of like, you know, direct affiliate content with Skyscraper. And also we're going to start playing with uh, social media. So, and that's kind of a reflection I've had about uh, Atari Hacker as well. It's like, we definitely see a correlation between content that gets shared a lot and content that gets links, right? And another thing that I see is like everyone and their mothers are emailing people their content at this point. And I just feel like outreaching to promote your content is not really the most efficient way of doing it. For links, it's still worth it. But like to promote and get, get like, you know, really you're going to take four hours of your time to email people so they tweet it so five people click on that tweet. Eh, not really worth it. So what I'm starting to find is that actually the best way to promote your content is to grow your own social channels. So that's going to be like Pinterest and Facebook for health and mission. And for Atari Hacker, it's going to be Facebook. So we are going to be putting some effort into like growing our Facebook pages a lot more. I'm seeing some really good traction on the Authority Hacker page so far. Health Ambition is kind of dead right now, so we need to resuscitate it, but we have a good plan for it. It's just uh, I want to release that blueprint first because people are waiting for it. But once that's done, I'm definitely going to start playing with like Facebook ads a lot more and growing the page to like hundreds of thousands, hopefully, and use that as a way to promote our content in a very easy way. Like If we're going to be paying someone to promote anyway, you know, I might as well just give the money to Facebook and press a button for it to be done and have it reliably reach thousands of people versus, you know, pay someone to email people that will tweet it and get me like, you know, 100 clicks to my content. I can I can get a lot less. I mean, like the last post that Perrin did was face like the how to find money for links. Actually, let me check the stats. But I think I got like 1,500 clicks from Facebook for like $40, right? Mm-hmm. The reach is extremely good when you do it properly, when you build your branding through your images, etc. And so so that is probably going to be our preferred way of uh, sharing content around in 2017. It's not going to be outreaching to influencers or whatever. It's going to be to grow our social channels, primarily Pinterest and Facebook, because these are the two biggest social referrals by far. So that's... And for that, to grow that, we need to create content that kind of like is made for social and like a, like is optimized for social. 
And also, one thing I want to add is like this content optimized for social. I've seen John Dijkstra, like John Dijkstra, Fastag's blog, one of my favorite blogs to read. He's back with Ezoic, which is an ad network. Uh, and it's kind of like a meta ad network. It optimizes your ads. And he's reaching really interesting numbers in terms of revenue with us. I mean, he's making like $38 per thousand visits or something, which is really high. And that definitely confirms my vision of also doing a lot of social media tra- content because if we can get a lot of traffic at $38 per thousand views, it's very easy to make good money with ads doing that. So that is essentially what's coming up for House Ambition. I hope to revisit the info products. I must say our info product funnels, they're a bit dead lately. Uh, they need to be refreshed. And I hope to do that a little bit towards probably the end of the year, realistically. Like redo that from scratch, reuse all the evergreen scarcity stuff we've been doing, etc to re-optimize our funnels. And one last thing I want to say about House Ambition that is kind of teasing next week's podcast. Uh, Amazon is changing a lot of things with their affiliate program, not necessarily for the better. So we're going to talk about that in next week's podcast with Perrin most likely. But essentially that changes a few plans in the sense that, you know, kind of like review type content. It's probably, you know, it will still be profitable. And it's like, I definitely think people should still do that, especially to get started. However, the revenue for people that make quite a bit of money like we do, is most likely going to drop and that's going to spark a brand, a host of brand new strategies and tactics and ways to go about it. So anything you want to say about House Mission, by the way? Yeah, I mean, just uh, the fact that we're having to or we're planning to do a thousand pieces of content this year and uh, we've also been growing our link building quite a bit for that. We've really had to, we've started growing a team, right? And in order to make that work, we're uh, we've just got some office space uh, here in Budapest, so we're gonna be moving into that in a couple of weeks' time and going down that route, which is quite interesting. Again, I'm quite looking forward to that. But there's a lot of uh, quite a lot of difficulties, as you can imagine, in trying to produce a hundred pieces of content and people management and process management. Because up until now, or the way we've ordered content and the way we've built links has been, it, I mean, it works, but it doesn't really work so well if you want to do it a thousand times over. So there's, there's a bunch of like little tweaks we've been doing. On the link building side, it's quite interesting. There was this deal on AppSumo a couple, oh, yeah. a couple weeks ago for a program called Mailshake, which I've been playing around with. Uh, it's pretty good. And it's kind of like GMAS, except not within your email. It's like its own thing. And it allows you to do a bunch of cool stuff, makes testing a lot easier. You can continually add new of data here and there so super interesting stuff actually and, lewis is gonna make uh, a pieces both on gmas and on mailshake he's writing mm-hmm. them right now including mm-hmm. videos and stuff so if you want to learn more about these outreach tools like we're gonna show them they're actually very cheap they're like they're like on the cheap end of things so even if you're on the budget it's gonna be interesting yeah and then obviously recruiting quite a quite a few writers now we're also starting a bunch more sites this year so we've been actually following the research process within the authority site system, pretty much, exactly. To come up with a bunch of cool ideas. So we're moving forward with those. And then, yeah, hundreds of pieces of content for each one of those, gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of work. I mean, it's one thing that I wanted to do this year. It's like, you know, we, we're making money, but like in terms of like respending it to build that passive income machine, it's like we didn't do super well, you know? Like we were good at like using it for the act, the day-to-day tasks we were doing, etc. So this year, it's like, it's one thing I want to do is like, you know, use money smartly to grow faster. 
And uh, essentially, that is mostly what you're doing in terms of day-to-day execution, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, we're very careful because when I mean, we did a podcast on our, our, our previous business, our agency before, but I'm really seeing a lot of these kind of traps that are very easy to fall into where, you know, you're, you're growing fast and the solution or the obvious solution is just throw some money at the problem and growth will take care of it. But we've actually been very careful to be very efficient with how we're spending our money here. So everything we're doing is very profitable and our returns turn out well. Yeah, so, well, we'll the future will tell, you know. Yeah. Like there will be a podcast in six months like, oh, we were totally wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, completely, we completely messed it up, etc. So like not excluding that possibility, but we'll do our best, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anything else we need, we didn't cover? Not really. I mean, uh, for health ambition and notary hackers, we're good starting new sites. Yeah, that's basically it. And uh, I know a lot of people are asking when they can join Atari Hacker Pro, so I'm just going to answer that question now. Probably April, I would say. Like, probably end of April, beginning of May, I would say. That's that's the most realistic timeline you're looking at because uh, I'm getting emails every day, so I just yeah. wanted to answer that there question. There is too. an early bird list if you go to authorityhacker.com forward slash pro at the moment. That URL may change, but at the moment, you can go there and sign up for the early bird list, and you'll be the first to notif- uh, get notified when, when we do launch. So, yeah, go do that now if you're interested. I just want to finish off, actually. This, we, we haven't done this in a while, but uh, get back to doing our Ask Us Anything questions. Yeah. Some people is... complained we did not answer their questions, so we need to catch oh, up. Oh, yeah. I, I, someone on Facebook, like, really uh, having a go at Got me for, uh, for, for not, not spending my time to answer his questions for free. If you don't know, Ask Us Anything is, as you can imagine, uh, where you guys can just ask us anything about anything you want, usually about online marketing, but it really can be about anything. If you want to ask us a question, perhaps we'll read yours out and answer it in the next episodes. Go to authorityhacker.com forward slash ask, and you can type your question. You can even record your voice and send it to us now. So if you do that, then there's probably a much higher chance of us uh, us responding. Yeah. Um, Hint, hint. This week's question comes from Andreas. I'm going to butcher this name. Bredenkamp. Yeah. (laughs) He's saying, um, what are the, this is a company based question. So, what are the advantages to registering a company rather than just working in your personal capacity? Is it a risk liability thing? And then he goes, I'm out. See you next week. (laughs) Is it beneficial to register your company offshore, for example, in Hong Kong? So I think we'll probably do some blog posts or uh, sections on the site answering this because this kind of questions come up quite a lot. There's, There's two answers. So there's the legal answer, which is, yeah, when you're working on this, you really should, uh, when you're working on building your own sites, you really should do this, uh, you know, start a company and do everything properly, set set all that up. There is a risk liability thing that factors into it, but I think it's, depending on where you live, it's just like a legal thing that you, you're supposed to do. But, you know, there's always a famous story, like Google was started in the, uh, one of the guy's garages for the first year or something. So, it's something you don't, I don't really think you need to worry too much about these things until you start making a little bit of money. You can always put it through as kind of a sole trader expense. That's very unlikely you're going to get sued when you're, when you're small. But when you start making money, like four figures a month or more, then I would, I would definitely recommend incorporating in, into like a limited liability corporation that does mitigate all risks. Like if you get sued, which is, I mean, it's quite unlikely that's going to happen. 
but still, you know, we've had uh, we've had some people threaten to to do that to us in the past, so it's not not very because nice. we did not answer their question. <laughs> yeah, no, it's because we we told the, <laughs> we told the truth about their product, and they didn't oh, like okay. that. So, yeah. The second part of Andres' questions was: Is it beneficial to register your company offshore, for example, in Hong Kong? I mean, this depends where you live. I think if you're American then you can't really get out of paying U.S. taxes without really breaking a lot of laws. For most of the rest of the world, yes, it's a, it's a possibility. You kind of have, you ask any accountant, tax accountant this, they say it's like a risk versus, like how risk um, tolerant are you? So if, you, if you're happy to take, you know, a risk that maybe there's a 5% chance that in the next 20 years, your government will clamp down and, Give find you all the backwards taxes you should have paid if you were registered at home, or whatever. Then, you know, by all means, do it. I, I'm not a particularly risk, risk sensitive person, so I actually we pay all our taxes where we should. If you're in the European Union, for example, you can play around with different countries. I think like Malta and Cyprus have very low, and Ireland as well have very low taxes. And the last point I want to make is it's actually a lot of there's a lot of like bureaucracy and uh, corporate bullshit that you have to deal with, like filing accounts and just keeping receipts and VAT and all this kind of stuff, which is a lot of hassle. And it's absolutely not worth it until you start making sort of four figures a month or more. So hopefully that answers your question. And that's it. Cool. So next week, uh, it's going to be me and Perrin. We're going to talk about the changes coming up to Amazon Associates, which are going to change a lot of people's business model or incentives to promote Amazon or not, start moving to new programs, maybe figuring out you know, new ways of monetizing, moving out. Like A lot of people you know, stayed in the stage one review site for a long time because... Uh, well, uh, yeah, Amazon pays a lot right now. It's just and, easy uh, with Amazon as well. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to go bother applying to new programs and all that. But maybe this is the kick in the butt people need to actually start making yeah. some more money. So things are going to change. So if you haven't heard about it, tune in on next week's episode and we will talk in depth about that with Perrin and you know what we will do personally, what, how it changes our websites. What's the plan and etc. Yeah. So what, once uh, again, guys. Sorry, just before we go, I want to remind everyone: if you if you want any of these links or want to leave us a comment or anything, go to authorityhacker.com forward slash sixty one, the number, and uh, you can find the show notes for this this podcast there. Oh, by the way, I wanted to finish by asking you a question. A lot of people are gonna be complaining on this podcast that we did not release revenue numbers for any of our sites. Are we gonna do it one day? What do you think? No plans to. Yeah, uh, here's the deal. Here's what, I'm going to answer that question. Thank you for that question. Very good question. The answer is usually like sharing revenue, like we're making good money, but sharing revenue numbers attracts the kind of people that we don't necessarily want to attract on Authority Hacker. The kind of people that are like, you know, shiny object chasers, like professional shiny object chasers, just jumping on the next tactic. And overall, you know, even these, a lot of people ask us why we don't do a case study with a brand new site, etc. like Spencer has done on niche pursuits and so on. And the reason we're not necessarily doing it is because I believe the people that need that to find that motivation, they're not necessarily the people that we're looking for on Authority Hacker. And overall, they're chasing the number. They're not necessarily reading these case studies very specifically as well. Like, there's been case studies in the last two years where, you know, people share revenue numbers, but they don't share profit numbers, for example. That makes no sense. As I explained to people, I can buy stuff for $100,000, resell it for $100,000, and say I've made a $100,000 business, you know? It's not very hard to do that. And so, for all these reasons, 
unless we went extremely deep into the numbers and made some proper analysis, it would actually not give you a lot of insights of how well we're doing, especially if you calculate like, you know, the different costs we have depending on where we live, et cetera, et cetera. So overall, uh, there's no plan for sharing exact revenue numbers right now. All I can say is both Atari Hacker and Health Ambition are in a six-figure range a year, some in the high, some in the low. And, you know, I, I do intend to for us to have at least uh, like half of the new sites we have we built this year to be six-figure sites by next year as well. So we're doing pretty well, but I, I don't think it's necessary to share the revenue numbers. If and, you disagree, feel free to drop a comment, you know. And if you do listen to our podcast, you can uh, often infer subtle hints like the one Gail just dropped there about how much money we're actually making. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's like in the six-figure <laughs> range. You know? So, so somewhere between uh, 100K and 999K <laughs> per year for our sites. Like that, I'll give you that range, you know. So... Anyway, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week to talk about the Amazon challenges. I think that's going to be a big one if you have a site that makes money with Amazon. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Authority Hacker Podcast. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and send us a screenshot on authorityhacker.com slash bonus to claim your free premium Authority Hacker training.